in the startup world and in the IT world, we always talk about changing the world for the better. And how you can change the world in just two hours a day is something I would like to talk to you today on the podcast. Okay, I, I see you're uh, getting deep into marketing, um, <laughs> televangelism. When I read Getting Things Done by David Allen, there was this two-minute rule, which basically means that if you can do something in less than two minutes, just do it. Don't write it down. Don't create a task for it. Just just, just do it. Mm -hmm. Just do it, Nike. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So uh, a few years back, I wrote up on my blog that there is an additional rule, a two-hour rule, uh, which means that if you have a problem <laughs> doing something, create a space of two hours for it. Because in the first half an hour, you're going to procrastinate or think about it, but just warm up. And then basically after mm -hmm. the first half an hour, you still have one and a half hours to actually do the work. And very often when I had some ideas or where I had some problems that was procrastinating on, I would just space out two hours and I would be surprised how much I got done. I would, I would, I would, like, I would be really surprised that, you know, actually I moved things forward just with two hours. Yeah. So um, with, with that, there was another, let's say, epiphany that I had recently um, when I was doing my... Um, oh, no, let's, let's, let's put it that way. Uh, in the last episodes, we talked about frustration-driven development. So when you're frustrated with your, <laughs> with, with your features of your app, you start fixing it or frustrated with you know, some things that don't work as you would like them to work, you fix them, right? Yeah. So we are big on annual reviews. We talked about them. We'll link in the show notes. So uh, in my last annual re review, and I mentioned this on, in the last episode where we talked about it, I figured out a way to, well, I thought I figured out a way um, to move things forward that I was really procrastinating on. Because when I was reviewing my last year, there were topics, there were uh, themes, there were ideas that I always like put them like, I'm going to get to this at some point, or I'm going to do this at some point, and I would never do, or I would do it like in a half-assed way. So based on that, based on my conclusions from my annual review and of me rereading for the, like, you know, next, uh, another time, uh, the Essentialism book by Greg McKeown, I figured out a way to move things forward significantly. Like, and I call this concept core hours. And mm. this is actually the concept that I want to discuss with you today. Uh, because after two months of, of using it, of putting it in practice, I've learned a lot about it and it actually works and it does the job pretty well. All right. So I, I'm not sure that I get it. So you have something that you want to work on and you just do it in two hours. So quoting Greg McKeown in Essentialism, the idea is to make execution effortless. And very often, mm -hmm. in, like in many places, uh, many authors say that uh, the fact of making a decision to do something already like gives you a room <laughs> to procrastinate because you have to decide when to do it, you know, what time and, you know, and how much time to dedicate for it. So each time if you negotiate this with yourself, it's a waste, wasted time and it gives you a perfect excuse, a bailout to not to do it. So what I did was I decided, okay, let's go with the two hour rule. So if in two hours I can, you know, do something, let's make, let's make it a two hour. So, a two hour block of time. 
And then to make it really effortless, what I did was I, I checked my calendar and decided that the perfect time for this to do it would be 11 o'clock every day. So from 11 to mm -hmm. one o'clock every day, I would do the, the uh, I would you know have these core hours. And then to make even more effortless uh, this whole thing, I decided that on a weekly review, I'm going to decide what's the theme or the topic or the subject for the next weekly um, core hour session. And then from Monday to Thursday, w I will work on it from 11 to 1. So the topic is decided, the time is decided, so there is no bailout, no nothing, and I'll just have to work on this one subject. And that's basically it. Uh, so um, come 11 o'clock, you know, I, I have to I have to stop my meetings or whatever I have that, uh, and, and 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 just I just work on the on this thing that I chose on Friday, and that's like that's the short version. That's the that's, that's the gist of it. Okay, so so essentially, you you schedule a two-hour block for deep work. Yes. Yes. Uh, every day, and every week, on a Friday, you decide what you're going to focus on during those two hours. Yes. Sometimes it's like um, a, a theme, so a series of things related to one topic. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's exactly a topic that I have to just, that I know that it's going to take me more than two hours in total to do. So having mm -hmm. eight hours, basically, so two hour blocks from Monday to Thursday is, is, is a yes. perfect way to, to do it. And the idea is that I don't, like I don't do anything else in that time. I do only this. Mm -hmm. And even if I run out of things to do, which I haven't in the last two months, but if, if, and if I would, I would just dive deeper into this topic or see if there is something, some additional nuance or whatever. So I would have, I would use this additional time to still stay in this topic. Um, and at the end of the week, uh, when I do my weekly review on Friday, I, 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 you know, I journal what I've done. I journal, you know, my findings, and then I um, either, if I haven't finished the topic, then I put it on hold for another uh, core hours session, but not necessarily next week, like any, like mm -hmm. you know, later. Or if it's done, or uh, if it's almost done, it becomes like you know, business as usual. So normal, like normal stuff to do. So I just write up tasks and things to do outside of core hours to continue with this topic or maybe delegate some stuff to some people. So basically, the, the, this core hours session uh, for the whole week is like a way to really start something, to really, you know, work significantly or something and then decide what to do uh, after after eight hours of total work. Okay, so how is that different from, from your previous attempts at incorporating... Um, deep work or, you know, long stretches of uninterrupted um, work into your, your life. What, like, what, what, what's, what's the, what's the secret sauce here? Like, what, what made this attempt different and, and necessitating a, a new name? Yes, uh, several things. First of all, so I have a, mm -hmm. I have a whole project with all these ideas that, that, that need more, you know, more, more time to, to be worked on. So, um, so I choose only from these projects, but so what really made the whole thing work is the fact that it's not negotiable. Like it's, it's permanent on my calendar and it's pre-decided before what to work on this. I mean, this is a subtle change, but this fact that I don't have to come Monday, I don't have to decide what to work on or come Tuesday and I have to decide again what to work on, whether I should do, do this or do that. It's decided. 
uh, and on Tuesday I continue working on this, and then on, on Wednesday I continue working on it, uh, this fact that it's predecided both in time and in subject makes all the difference. Like, th it's so funny, but mm -hmm. it really does. And because these are eight hours, which I really invest in this topic, it gives me really room to breathe. I don't have to, uh, uh, I don't have to rush to the conclusion or rush to finish this off. I just, you know, have the time. I, I know that I have the, the hours. And um, the cool thing is what, what, I, what I do is I, I write things you know, after Monday, after Monday is done, I write in my, in the task, you know, a comment what I've done on Monday. And then I put put the due date of for I mean I'm, I put the repeat on uh, every day for this task for this week. So then on Tuesday, come Tuesday, uh, once I've worked on the stuff again, I, I I put like a journal entry in the comment of the task. So this way I, I I can track my progress and see what's going on. So I think these two like so these two subtleties were the key: time and subject decided beforehand. So this isn't something you would do for. Um, the rest of your work during the week. Uh, I mean, the part about um, trying to plan what you're going to work on each day. No, I mean, this is the key. I, apart from that, there is normal business as usual. So apart from these core hours, which are spent on only this one topic, I do other things. Mm -hmm. So for, so to give you an example, uh, right now uh, we are ab uh, about to launch uh, Nosby Teams uh, officially. And uh, my... Right. my um, one of my core hours topic was to figure out the the payment systems. So the payment system, the upgrade, downgrade, and then all the pricing and whatever. So this was a mm -hmm. whole topic for the whole week uh, as core hours. But after that, after the, uh, I spent a week on this, then everything else, the feedback loop and whatever, like the, the whole, this, the, the next sequence of events that had to happen to really, you know, nail this down and to really decide on this were not core hours anymore. They were just uh, normal business as usual. So it, it, I just needed mm -hmm. the, the core hours, big block of and big chunk of a week to just figure it out, to have the space to think about it, to really like really start this thing, and then later mm -hmm. I could just continue and ask you for feedback and all that stuff. So I could I could continue with that as normal uh, business as usual, and I had a different topic for core hours. All right, so a couple of questions here. Uh, first of all, I'm I'm not sure I I still got 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 my answer. So. Aside for core hours, you don't plan which tasks you're going to work on which day. You just kind of respond to things as they come, and you have your meetings and no. whatnot. No, no, I still, I still, I still have uh, my semi um, semi structure that I do. Uh, I work on product mm -hmm. uh, on 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 Mondays. I work um, and 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 on Tuesday when we have design fight. Uh, I also work on mm -hmm. product, and then then I work work on marketing on Wednesday on marketing related stuff, and then uh, on Thursday I, I I write longer longer things. Uh, so I have. I have still kind of my weekly structure as as I, as I had before. Just these two mm -hmm. hours are cut off from it because they are dedicated right. to this one particular topic. So everything else, right. when I do a weekly review, I do plan what stuff I have to just move mm -hmm. forward with mm -hmm. marketing, what stuff they want from me, they want me to you know to do for for the product, which I'm gonna what's what 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 is it that I'm gonna shape shape up for um, mm -hmm. the product. So the, the, all that stuff, yes, it's it's still being planned, mm -hmm. but. Uh, it's not the subject of core hours. Core hours is about so, one particular thing, so one thing, and that it goes, it, it spans over the whole week. So it's kind of like a 
a special mode of work for the most special or important thing. Exactly. It's it's you know it's taken from this book um, by Gary Keller, the one thing. So what's the one thing that such that making uh, doing it would be uh, would make everything else easier or unnecessary? So that's basically yes. the question I'm answering uh, each time I'm choosing a topic for core hours. So out of my list of ideas, I want to work on longer. Mm -hmm. which is the one that would move things forward the most right now, given our situation. So, for example, the payment systems was really important mm -hmm. to do it in January because we had to figure out the whole thing to make sure that we can implement it by March. So th there was the one thing that I wanted to move forward so that everything else is easier or necessary. So I would always ans ask this question before choosing this one topic. And some topics, for example, are also very important for my company and for, for the stuff that I have to do, but they're not important right now. I can work on them a little bit later. That's why they are on my list, you know, ready to be reviewed at some point, but are not, you know, will not make things easier or necessary right now. Okay, um, more questions. So mm -hmm. is this primarily like a procrastination tool in that like you're, you're making this one topic special because otherwise you know you wouldn't work on it? Or is it more like a like a focus tool that this this is the most important thing and so you need like all of your kind of brain capabilities you can have so like you have to shut off everything else and like like treat treat it specially i think it's focus tool at the most important thing and then procrastination tool by accident so mm -hmm. uh, by procrastination by accident because it helps me not to procrastinate on stuff and focus tool yeah. because as we know we are busy all the time. There are things popping up all the time. So uh, me as the CEO of this company, there are still things people want from me all the time. So, and, and yeah. this is what I realized uh, last year that because of that, I didn't have space to, to work on these things or to, to move these, these things forward. And by creating this eight hour window, like two hour window every day at the same time, I created this space for me to focus on these things. You know, so so that was the mm -hmm. primary, the most important thing, because, of course, you know, I, I have some will, so I can really, you know, plow through and have some will to do it. But I didn't have the space to do it. I always there was always something important. Always. I was always choosing something else because it was kind of more urgent or more important. Yes. And now I have a perfect way to just say, no, 11 o'clock. I have a meeting with myself. I have my core hour meeting, so I cannot, you know, do this or do that. I'll do it after after one o'clock after I'm done with this. Uh, meeting with this core hour session so that, 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 yes. that that's the most important thing i think okay uh next question so is your core hour system uh kind of your michael branded michael flavored way to implement deep work into your life or are there um uh, are there other ways in which you do what we would agree is deep work as in you shut off everything else you don't look at you don't look at Nosby, you don't look at Slack, you just focus completely on one subject for a couple of hours without distractions? Or is it like, is core hours like your way to actually do it? So the, the interesting observation after two months of doing it is that core hours is contagious. <laughs> so, mm. so the moment you start, like especially uh, as we discussed um, already in our annual uh, meeting, uh, annual review uh, podcast, I chose 11 to 1 because I need mm -hmm. the 9 to 11 warm-up. So in 9 to 11, I, do, I yes. give feedback to people. I have some meetings or some, some, some things, depending on the day. So I need the warm-up. 
but then at, at 11, I shut everything down and do the core hours. But because I do that, mm -hmm. and I'm already in the core hour mode, deep work mode, very often at one o'clock, I stop working on this core hour subject, but I just continue mm -hmm. in the deep work. I just take an, another thing from the from the task list and just work on that. Yes. And it's like, because I'm already that, you know, like deeply focused and there are no, no, no distractions and I've already you know, responded to many things in the morning to people so that like, and there's nothing really urgent that, 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 uh, that asks attention of me. I just extend mm -hmm. it a little bit more, like, you know, work until two or until three in deep work. And only then I get back to Slack and, you know, answering other, other things. So very often uh, this core hour session just is, is a great uh, excuse to start deep work. And then it just contagious to other tasks. It just helps me stay in deep work longer. And as we we, we discussed in in one in, in a very like very very long ago, you said yourself mm -hmm. that uh, when you started measuring your time, you 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 realized how how like how few hours you spend in deep work. Like when you like started you know, really measuring it. So you, you you don't you don't want to know my numbers as I've been tracking them over the last month. <laughs> you see, so so that's the thing. So th th that's why. Um, this core hour session is really is really helping me stay longer in deep work, and I've measured mm -hmm. uh, my time. I've been using the magic spreadsheet that we mentioned also on this podcast uh, to uh, count this. And my idea for deep work was to have at least two hours of deep work every day. I am getting closer to three hours average, mm -hmm. which is really good. You know, when you look at how many good, meetings yeah. I have and and and, and other yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. this is really good. Uh, I mean, I've been. Yeah. This past two months, I've been working, I think, the most in my life, uh, but not in time of, you know, working 12 hours a week, a day, sorry. Mm -hmm. But, uh, <laughs> but so I wasn't overworking, but, you know, the, yes. the, the, like, the, um, like the real contribution I've done in the last two months yes. is just enormous. Like it's, 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 I'm, I'm just, I'm proud of myself, basically. <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly the feeling, like, I always um, work pretty much 40 hours a week, but and yet some weeks are like feel as if I've been doing so much great work and some weeks not so much, right? Like I've been sitting here for 40 hours, but maybe I've even done important things, but it don't feel like it, right? And even when I track time, I can see, oof, that's a lot of time where I've spent on some shallow stuff or I've been distracted and I couldn't focus, right? So. Yeah, definitely. You know, you you can you can work forty hours and you can work forty hours. Yeah, and the cool thing about this core hour session, it's really contagious in many ways. So, yes, first of all, it's contagious because it it lets you stay in deep work longer, which we don't already mentioned. Uh, but second, mm -hmm. it's contagious because it makes you feel better. Like uh, it, like after the <laughs> whole day, even if the day was kind of you know shit because, you know, meetings there or something didn't work, whatever. I still had these two hours of great contribution. So, so like yeah. almost every day for the last two months was just a great work day, <laughs> you know, just because of these two hours. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the sensation, like the, oh, yeah. the feeling was, was good, yes. you know, uh, even today, today, the day was a little bit shattered because um, uh, I had to like get my car to the garage and whatever. But uh, when I got, got my car to the garage, I went to the cafeteria and I spent two hours of deep mm -hmm. work on the subject of this uh, of the week's week, this week's core hours, so I'm really happy about this day. And today we're gonna record two episodes of the podcast, so it's even better. So like today's day is gonna be a very good day. So that's what I'm saying. Like this feeling of a good day in the office is much more often 
yes happening to me right now oh yeah um i i definitely optimize my own work um for for trying to to get this 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 feeling of a great day's work uh, every day right uh it it's uh, it's really unappreciated by by bosses and and managers like the the general understanding of of um, mental health issues uh, at the workplace is like completely ignored but i i think maybe maybe in a couple of years like more and more companies will realize that uh it it's it really makes a huge difference in the contribution from an employee and whether uh, whether or not they're going to contribute and want to stay with your company for long or not uh, based on whether they feel like they've made a great day's work uh, on most days or not so much yeah yeah um another you know, like to help myself really be in these core hours to like I'm, I'm 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 not pulling any punches i'm trying you know trying to fight all this known psychological ways to get away from not doing the core hours you know because you know we are smart people mm -hmm. we know how to get away from, from things and how to you know um give ourselves an excuse yeah i can't do it today you know because of this and that it's, it was so important i couldn't do it so i do everything i can look 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 um there's a reason why you and i are interested in productivity why we write about productivity why we podcast about productivity is because we are world-class procrastination experts exactly exactly so uh, one of so what I do, I mean, apart from having core hours in my calendar, uh, uh, having reminders and all that stuff, one of the clues I have also in my home office, because I, as you know, I have HomeKit um, lamps in my home office. Mm -hmm. So what happens is that they, they light up at 11 o'clock and they shut down at one. So even if I'm in the middle of a meeting, which is really cool, and then suddenly like I'm in the middle of the meeting and then mm -hmm. the lights up in the background. So my uh, already my team members know that it means it's eleven o'clock. It's core hours time. So we're like, okay, so we have to cut the meeting. Okay, <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> so it's like like I do everything I can to make sure that everything reminds me about this, which in mm -hmm. turn really helps me motivate myself to do just that. So if I'm, for example, browsing Twitter or doing something else or just responding to some comments, I'm doing some light work, and then eleven o'clock happens, I kind of feel ashamed if I don't just drop everything and just start working on crowds. Like I'm I'm trying to shame myself really into really working on the subject I chose on the on the Friday. I mean um if that works for you, um I I, I haven't found um the practice of trying to shame myself uh, being very helpful because then it, I it pushes me even more to not do it if I'm uh, in the wrong state of mind. Yeah, I know, but I chose the subject for a reason and I it should be exciting to me and it is usually exciting for me for a reason. But even as you know, even the most exciting subjects, like if, like you know, you can still get away, like not, like not to work on them and procrastinate. So yeah. that's why I I try to do everything I can uh, to motivate myself to to remember that from eleven to one, um, uh, it's uh, it's happening, it's going down, and this idea of having only two hour blocks is also cool because after two hours, I'm pretty much exhausted very often from this subject. And I want to just, mm -hmm. you know, write down my findings and just, you know, have a, a space to to breathe and do something else. That's why I just stay in the deep work, but 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 very often switch a, a subject. And mm -hmm. the cool thing about it is that, as we know, our mind keeps working on it, even if we don't. So like next yes. day, 
I'm very often refreshed with some additional ideas or some additional thoughts, or I look at things a little bit differently because I've had a day of like, you know, of a pause from the subject. And then I come back to it and, you know, attack it on the, on the other day. So really it's like, it's, it's, again, I try to like really apply everything I've learned from our books that we've read uh, to make sure that, you know, all the you know features are there to make sure that I do the best work uh, possible. So how about this? Um, one thing that I often find um, difficult in focusing on deep work is that I often have a subject, a, a task, um, something to figure out, which is very difficult to begin, mm-hmm. right? Like, like it's not something I'm, I'm, like, it is something I'm excited about, right? I want to work on, but then I kind of hit the wall that um, I kind of don't know where to begin, you, you you know the the sensation I I'm talking about. Yeah, um, that's why that's why ha- you at least have to have two hours because then yeah. you have the time to 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 really not be very productive in the first hour even. You know because you're just mm-hmm. gathering thoughts, gathering, opening the website, opening some some I don't know things or courses or whatever. Like you're opening stuff and read about stuff. So it, the first hour is very often just to warm up really on the subject. Mm-hmm. But once you're there, it's it's you know and because you still have an hour. So at least, so then you just continue. And for example, I was doing the, um, one of the things I wanted to complete was Seth Golden's marketing uh, uh, course, which I bought. Uh, so I did it in mm-hmm. two core hour sessions. One, there was one session in, in, in January and the other session was in February. And uh, because the, the course was so uh, engaging and so good, um, but still I, I was running out of time on Thursday because I knew that I had nothing else to, to do after the core hour session, I was just pushing it forward and just I finished the course uh, by two o'clock, but but I, I just extended one more one more hour my core hours. But I'm telling you, this fact that you you have at least two hours to tackle the thing uh, makes all the difference because you know you have room to warm up. There is no rush. Well, but but hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, don't you have situations where um, you decide to work on something, right, and an hour passes? and you're still hitting the wall like you're still bashing your head against the wall and you don't know how to how to start how to how to really get this done right and then two hours passes and still nothing right like this is a really annoying feeling because like sometimes i spend the whole day working on something and i get nothing right or only on the last hour when i'm already um exhausted and and um uh disheartened uh that that i i'm starting to get a an idea of how to how to get something done. Um, don't you, um, haven't you had something like this at, at your car hours? Because that sounds like, some, like something that would be kind of disheartening, that you spent two hours and made no progress, right? Whereas like your kind of whole deal is that like, it's this like two hour chunk in which like, you're not gonna change the world despite your um, televangelism in the uh, in the intro, <laughs> but, but you can do something, right? Like. But what if you can get nothing done in two hours? It happened to me once. I uh, I was working on my um, uh, podcasting, vlogging skills on on and and I had the whole uh, core hour session for that to improve that to 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 write out the topics and everything else. And then so when I was 
when I had this part of writing out the topics and all that stuff, it was good. It was great. It was going very fast. It was going very good. But then when it came to video editing and and um, testing different scenarios of editing video and recording video, learning my cheapo Casey Neistat <laughs> technique, mm-hmm. it, it I hit a wall. I, I had some issues with the software. I had some issues with the, with the tutorials. And I just spent, I think, like, you know, four or five hours and I... I, I, I barely moved, you know? Yeah. And yes, it was annoying. It was disheartening. But then, um, you know, well, that's just one bad day. You know, <laughs> like, like when you think about it, like the whole core hour session, like for the whole week was good. Just the last day was shit, you know? So, 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 so in this yeah. way, in this way, this last day, okay, was bad. I wrote down all the findings and said, okay, Tomorrow is another day. I'm tomorrow. I'll think about it. What what to do with it? Or should I start next week with this? Or do something else with it? Like, I just decided. You know, okay, it's like it's a bad day. It you know happens. But in but when, what I'm want to say is that I, in my experience for the last two months, I just had one mm-hmm. day like this. Most of the time, I don't know because of how this works. I I managed to really move things forward significantly and had really good days in the office. No, I, I'm, I I get it, and I'm I'm really happy for you. I'm just like kind of um, uh, sending you questions because I I thought maybe you 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 found the the cure because like I'm I'm just you know this happens sometimes, right? Like you you just, you you can't you can't magically solve the fact that sometimes there are hard problems to fix and they're hard to fix, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm just trying to to find the right um, kind of psychological framework for working on such tasks. Because like sometimes it is really disheartening because I spend the whole goddamn day, not just two hours, and I can't get anything done. And sometimes it's the second day and I still don't get anything done. And and that that just like really, really crushes the, the spirit for the day or, or, or for the week. And I, I can't figure out um, what's better. Uh, if it's better to like try to... Um, to push through it, knowing that it will take this this much time sometimes to to figure out the the solution, so that it doesn't drag on for weeks. Or is it better to to try and fail for two hours and then do something else, and then another day uh, try for two hours and then still fail because that's how much time it's gonna take. And like like maybe it's better to to try in little chunks to like keep the rest of the day um, like feeling positive, or maybe it is better psychologically and more efficient to, to just like like work on it so that you keep everything in your head until this problem is solved. In this particular situation, what happened, and, and that's really important also in the core hours thing. So mm-hmm. I choose a subject for a, for, a, for a week and then on mm-hmm. Friday, I choose a subject anew. So it's, it doesn't, it, it, like the same subject doesn't automatically roll over if I haven't finished it. No, it has yeah. to be a conscious decision. So the subject goes back to the pool of subjects to choose from. So for example, in this video editing uh, example, this is what I did. I said, okay, I had a really bad, bad Thursday. Um, I don't want to edit, edit videos at this point. I'm just frustrated. This is all bad. So let's not just do that anymore. Let's like for next week, I choose a completely different subject. I want to focus on something else and I'll get back to it, you know, when I have the time. And then... Uh, I, this week of space gave me enough uh, room. I bought like uh, in the mean, in the meantime, I bought a different tutorial for for uh, for this particular software to edit videos. And suddenly, mm-hmm. I was going through this tutorial out of outside of my core hours, and 
I was just moving forward and I, I just discovered that now I know how to do it. Like, so I, I just basically, you know, cut this off and said, okay, somewhere, sometimes, uh, sometimes you just have to just have some, uh, you know, pause from this and not just plow through and try to do um, as much as you can. So uh, I think this idea that um, mm -hmm. every Friday I decide on a new subject uh, also doesn't, um, like, I always do something new, new and exciting, and it does. I'm not getting tired of it. So this is why, like, yeah. what I did also with this marketing seminar, it was really good. But after a week of marketing seminar, I was done. I just didn't want to continue, and I was just halfway through. So it was a good idea to just for the next two weeks do something completely different in the core hours session, and then you know three weeks later I chose another part of our marketing seminar for the for the course core hours session and finished it. So this way. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't get tired. I don't, don't get discouraged uh, so easily. I mean, this is what helped me. So I don't know if it's a universal recipe, but yeah. it just did work for me. Okay. Yeah, because I don't think your car hours mm, recipe would work so well for me, or at least at, at this moment. Um, of course, I'm very happy that it works for you. Uh, for for me, what, what works best... Um, so far, far from perfect, and you know it's it's nothing new, so it doesn't get me as excited as it gets you. But it's it's this kind of system of working on a first task to warm up, but that's still deep. Then um, main task for you know until like twelve thirty or one thirty, and then go into shallow. But I I often I I always um, like as part of my weekly review plan the next week checklist, I jot down a couple of backup tasks. Right, uh -huh. so so this is this is mostly like um, this is partly organizational thing. Like sometimes you hit a roadblock and and you can't work on it anymore because you're blocked by someone else. But it's also like a um, psychological well-being thing that sometimes I'm just like I'm so freaking tired of a subject that I just need to put it away. But I need to have pre-decided on a thing I can work on instead that I know is going to be easy and satisfying to work on. Uh, because if I don't, then I'm just going to work on shallow things and just waste the rest of the day, like, I don't know, replying to people or doing something else that's boring and useless. Um, <laughs> you, you, right? So anyway, my, my point is that I, I definitely noticed that oftentimes with like difficult, difficult problems where I'm bashing my head against the wall, um, eventually the solution turns out to be pretty simple. It's just that I couldn't see it, right? And so, um, yeah, maybe maybe it is better if I notice it earlier and just, um, you know, it's slightly different from, from you because I, I don't plan to just work on this stuff for two hours, right? But, but just notice the situation, dr drop it earlier, work on the backup thing and get back to it tomorrow or the day after that. Because even though I'm not immersed in it, so it's harder to make connections, it's also true that when you when you are stuck, then you just don't see obvious things. Uh, I actually had the situation the other day that I I started to work on something on a TGIF. Uh, I wanted to implement a low feature just out of my own frustration. That's why I did it on a Friday. Yeah. But I got stuck, right? And I couldn't figure it out. And I didn't. It felt hard, and I didn't want to do it on a Friday. And it sat there for two weeks until like out of nowhere, I was like, ah, oh. I know that would be an easy solution, right? And it just came to me. And I would probably spend two hours bashing my head against the wall, sorry to, to overuse this phrase, uh, like trying to figure out what eventually turned out to be obvious. I just had 
had to actually procrastinate on it for it to come to me. Yeah, so um, that, that, that's really a good idea. And so about this two-hour time frame, what I like about it is really it gives you space, like really space. And I know mm-hmm. now after two months of doing it, how much I missed it last year. Like because I was so spread myself thin and I had so many things on my plate all the time, I didn't have that space. Like when I was figuring, for example, the upgrade and downgrade systems for uh, for for our Nozbe teams, and I think it's gonna be really 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 good. Um, w- yeah. When I was doing that, I was drawing on my you know on my whiteboard. I was drawing things and I was really not rushing. I was drawing this. Hmm. I took a photo. I removed it. I drew something else. I took a photo. I removed it. Like I had the time to figure it out. Like, you know, I was, like, this fact that I knew that I have two hours at least to do it gave me this um, relaxed state of working something deep, mm-hmm. but in a relaxed way, you know? Um, and and I think for me, for somebody who's as busy as me running a company, uh, where there's always stuff to do, but actually, you know, everyone has that. But f- for me particularly, like this is my, my personal um, conclusion, this space to breathe, this space to really look at this, look at this, just stare at the whiteboard basically for like five minutes or ten minutes without doing anything and just thinking, hmm, hmm, what, what can, I, what can I do, what can I do? It was like relaxing and 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 yeah. creative and and just great. This felt great that I I knew I had the space to do it. I. I've you know I've I've carved out these two hours for for this thing. There is there is time. There is no rush. You've given yourself permission to to be relaxed and not busy. Exactly to be relaxed, not busy. Perfect, perfectly said. It's because last year when I was trying to do the same things, I was just always in a rush. Always you know let's let's just do it fast. Let's let's you know let's let's figure it out fast. But sometimes. The fastest way is not the best way. Sometimes you really just need to iterate, and you have to, you need space, you need time uh, to iterate, and um, and this is one of the best benefits of of of, of the Corvus concept. It it gave me the permission to just you know take it easy. Yeah, two comments on it. Um, first of all, I, I don't want to dwell on it because uh, we're going along. But your 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 idea for for. Um, Upgrades and downgrades for Nosby Teams uh, is is really great. I haven't seen this in any software as a service thing, and it's just so obvious once you, like it, like t- completely obvious that this would be the solution everybody would use, but they don't. Um, right. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's kind of the solution that I feel like it's not the sort of solution that would come to you naturally if you were just focused um, if you felt under pressure to just get this done as quickly as possible because you just copy what we already have because it's a it's a known standard pattern it we know it works yeah i mean especially especially when you look at payment systems like uh, all the payment providers they give you the default option which is completely different so when i told mm-hmm. them that i want to do it differently they were surprised but of course they said that it's it's doable we can do this but they were like huh Nobody does that like this, but you know it wasn't the default. So as you said, if I didn't have the time, yeah. I would default to the default. <laughs> you know, I would do uh, the what, what what was the most straightforward instead of having the time to look at it and take much longer. As for Michael giving Michael permission, um, I remember us talking about it on our plane tour from um, WWDC last year. That you know how. Um, during the annual review podcast episodes, 
you, you didn't necessarily go go into the the details of what those things what uh, were, but but I remember how there were a couple of things on your plate uh, related to the company or marketing that you've literally procrastinated on for years. Yes, and 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 amazingly, oftentimes those were the things that, like, of course they were not trivial, but there weren't things that you couldn't all done get done in a year like many of them were like pretty straightforward you just had to do some thinking and and get them done and and many of them it took you years to get them done or you still haven't done them uh, because you couldn't create space for yourself as michael as the ceo to explore and do things which are not part of the everyday whirlwind of just busy work and and yeah, stuff that's important and that needs to get get done, but like that completely drowned out almost any ability for you to to do like long term, non trivial, non urgent things. Exactly, and and thank you for noticing that. And exactly, that's that that was my frustration. Like I haven't moved these things for years. Like how can I not move such a thing in a year or two? Like it. I was really mm-hmm. frustrated. That's why also this key is that these core hours happen at 11 o'clock, not later. So that I really still, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm basically fresh. My mind is still basically fresh to really tackle these uh, big problems until one o'clock or maybe longer. But at 11 o'clock, it starts. So I need the warm up, but then 11 o'clock it starts and it goes. And really, uh, maybe in the two hours time a day, I'm not changing the world, but I'm changing my world, which is already good enough. To, to dwell a bit more on procrastination, like it wasn't on, on your list, but but I, I think it's a perfect example. Um, why don't you tell our listeners the story of the bug bounty program and explain what it is? Yeah, exactly. So but the bug bounty program is a program where we pay out uh, researchers who are finding holes in our software, but security holes, like really important stuff that can be used by some mean-spirited people to um, abuse our users or abuse our system or abuse our servers, like these kind of things. And mm-hmm. you wanted me to uh, to launch something like that. And you actually were, um, you know, we were pushing that we have an official bug bounty program like, like all the good software companies do. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, a, it's a fairly standard practice these days, by the way. Yes. And, uh, and of course, there is always this argument, yeah, we are not, you know, uh, rich from VC money, we cannot pay millions to researchers, but we can pay some money uh, because some of these things are really important. And if they are not, not solved, then we are really screwed. So um, uh, what we did uh, is, you know, you pushed and then um, uh, you wrote it up, right? Mm-hmm. And when you wrote it up, uh, it was there, like waiting to be reviewed and whatever. And then suddenly <laughs> we reviewed it and... Uh, so I just went ahead and without asking our developer for permission, I I just published it on the website and it was done. It was there. So, you know, it happened very quickly. Yeah. What you're failing to mention, mm-hmm. and which is the, the best part, is that I proposed it a year and a half ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I said, hey... Uh, I just came up with this, and and, and we should do this. Uh, like, look, others are are, are doing this. Uh, should be pretty easy, right? Uh, and then there were a, a few nods, and then crickets. And then some time ago, I was like, 
uh, guys, maybe we just do this and then there's more crickets. And then I, I, I ask again and there's more crickets. And then like a month ago, I mentioned this on the, on the director's meeting and, and there are nods and I'm like, so who's going to do this? And someone is like, you? I'm like, okay. So I just wrote it up. It took me two hours, something like that. A week later, you just published it. That's it. That's the end of the story. It it just it just took it just took like three hours of combined effort, and we already see like so many benefits from it. Though also annoyance because like th- this is good, right? And and we actually get uh, really high quality reports from uh, security researchers. But the point is, it just took like four hours, but it took one and a half calendar years before it actually got done. And this is the last benefit I want to mention today of the score hour thing. And I think, I'm not exaggerating here, the score hour concept, because it's action every uh, week, it's a different action, a different towards different subject, different topic. Um, basically mm-hmm. every week I'm shipping something or half-assed shipping, but really working on something really well. Action breeds action. Uh, and, yes. and, and thanks to that, I'm more in an action mode this year, and you have seen it, and from from what I'm doing this year, like than than ever yes. before. Like I I am more active, more action oriented because of that. So this is additional kind of side effect of this core hours concept. That because of that, I'm I'm I feel more dynamic. I feel more prone to action to do something, and that's why when you said it to me, I was like, okay, screw it, let's ship it, <laughs> and then I just shipped it. So it was just you know, it's again this feeling of well-being, having good days in the office in a row and doing something meaningful just, you know, gives, brings you to the state of just let's do this that as well, let's ship it as well. It's, it's, I think, I think it's, it's, you know, again, contagious. My wife doesn't trust me with bonsai trees because, you know, I buy this 30-year bonsai tree and it dies in a few months here. <laughs> Is that a thing that happened? Yes. Is that a thing that happened more than once? Twice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>